act of opening your body to let someone else's body penetrate you essentially creates um, like a energetic breaking of a seal, right? And we want that. That's what's so, you know, sometimes infuriating, right? The, the best sex is the kind of sex where you feel like flattened into the universe, so to speak, right? Like you're wide open. Uh, there's very little of you, of the persona left, and it's just this blissful, open state of whatever you want to call it, surrender, right? That's what we all hope for. But because we all hope for that, oh, this is a horrible thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because that's what we desire, we often open to that before that's available, is one way of saying that. Meaning, we always assume that that's on offer. And it's not always on offer. Uh, on the contrary, it's very rarely on offer, as many of us have discovered, right? So more often than not, the experience is, well, I don't want to say more often than not, but sometimes the experience is you're already dressed up for universal God sex, but that's not exactly what's happening, right? <laughs> so, so meaning, you have opened the portal into the into the divine, but what's actually happening is, you know, it's a cork, you know. <laughs> it doesn't go in that deep, right? So, so it just maybe plugs the the portal for a moment. Sorry, that's <laughs> a really horrible way to describe it, but <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Yes. Um, anyone else knows what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so then you kind of settle for the cork, you know, it's still good. You still feel relational. There's love, you know, oxytocin is admitted. It's all, it's, it's, it's happening somewhat, but that oxytocin of course makes it that we're much more willing to bond with somebody with whom we had sex with, you know, if, if you would take the sex out of the equation, uh, very often you kind of go three weeks or four weeks along or wherever, however long along, and you're like, yeah, no, you know. But once the bonding has happened, once the, you know, all the hormones happen, and then you, of course, have, you know, imprints and you know, all kinds of considerations beyond that. But I'm just now talking imprint via sex, right? So then through whatever miracle or this, uh, you know, or misfortune, we never know what it is, you find somebody who, oh God, now I'm going to run out of metaphors, <laughs> who has a cork oak instead of a cork. You know? <laughs> you know, there's cork oaks all around here. I don't know if you know that. Corks, corks are made from cork oaks. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> So suddenly you've got a guy who has a cork oak, not just a cork, right? So it's a much deeper imprint. It's a much deeper penetration. It opens you more energetically, and it, it reaches further into that portal into the universe. Maybe you get an, you know, an occasional glimpse of what's out there. So that deeper imprint is now the deepest you've reached into 
the, into the universe, so to speak, and it leaves a shape. And so now there might be other reasons why that's, you, you know, and so now your, your physical body is open, your heart's open, your energetic body has been uh, penetrated, and it's deeper than the shallow stuff. And when that person leaves, because it was not, that was maybe the best thing about the relationship, the rest wasn't so good, then the, the gap between the next person, let's say, and that imprint creates a real unpleasant kind of yearning or even though you know it's wrong and you don't want it anymore and it's super pesky, it's still the deepest imprint. So, and it has a shape and that shape is very specific. And because most women uh, fantasize sexually about their deepest imprint, we're also constantly revisiting that imprint and, and polishing the shape. And so now that thing is, you know, it's an entire oak inside <laughs> your, your um, you know, nervous system that is so intricately shaped that no other oak can fill it, so to speak, right? And now you need, the only thing that can kind of replace the imprint of the oak is a forest. You know, so you need to find a guy with a forest <laughs> and, and so on and so on, right? So, so that's, that's why it happens. And because of the fantasizing, often the sexual bliss and the sexual arousal is tied to that imprint. And when you don't want that anymore, it really messes with the arousal as well and the, the ability to open the heart. And it's really, really... Um, detrimental and and I know some women this I got an email from somebody who I don't even know who said um, I've been married for 25 years I still cry every day about the guy who I was with before my husband right and that's quite quite extreme but that can happen right? and so that all said when you understand the principles of the imprint then you can go and reshape the imprint um, and so there's ways to reshape the imprint. One of the ways, of course, is to find the guy with the with the woods, and you know, and uh, and and make good choices there, and allow that to open you wider. But then once again, if that doesn't work, then what? The other one is to reorient or reshape the imprint towards the thing that's beyond that, which is essentially. God, however you understand her or him, right? So meaning a divine imprint that overtakes and, and erases the specifics of the man imprint. And then that divine imprint has an, has an uh, additional secondary effect, which is that it attracts a better human, so to speak, right? Because now you're shaped in a way that, that has, you know, it's a certain disposition. So what that would mean technically is that you would have to replace any time, you would have to, have to figure out what the imprint would be. I don't know. Jesus, Buddha, Shiva, um, 
you know, an actual tree, could be nature or whatever, right? So you, something that when you see it holds the divine in your disposition, right? Could be very, very specific or very general. And then you essentially do practice to imprint yourself with that avatar of the divine. And so the way you would do that is with pleasure practice, with, with self-pleasure, with uh, dance, with devotion, with uh, uh, deity yoga, with, you know, with all the ways that one can do that and then have that imprint be the, the thing that uh, pops up. And anyone else who comes in there adds to it but doesn't reshape it. Like, or, or fills parts of it, but doesn't reshape it is a better way of saying it. Correct. It goes deeper than a mere man can go, so to speak, right? In, in a good way, where, where your orientation is, is into the portal and not hoping that somebody shows you the portal. You already, you know, you already own the portal, so to speak. And uh, if you want to go there with somebody, you're traveling on your own road, so to speak. You have to practice the universal avatar enough that in that moment you can go, you can see that thing pop up and you go, no, and then you go there. And the important thing is no. Well, it has to be a very sharp no, because you do have that, you know, you have to develop the discipline to turn away and turn towards. It's always nope, uh, but you always have to have something to turn towards. No alone doesn't do it. So there is the thing that happens and then the thing that causes what's happening, right? So there's always two things happening at the same time. So there's, there's an outcome and that is your voice isn't as strong and as resonant as you would like it to be. And then there's why is that? And the why is that might have a few layers. So one thing I can tell from the way you're speaking is you, your, your solar plexus and your diaphragm are tight, right? So that can have a few reasons. Um, you know, some of them is just habit. Some of them might be tension there, um, you know, and then there could also be some psychological stuff there. But lucky for you, because it's the voice, um, this is something that's easy to work with because it's a common thing. So voice training is essentially a way to um, open and, and create open blocks and create pathways that allow your, your breath and your voice to flow freely. And that's available pretty much anywhere. You can do it online even, so you don't even have to leave, leave the house or feel embarrassed, right? So that's... That's the, the obvious thing to do. The why do you have that? You might not know and you don't need to know because one of the great things about practice, bodily practice, is that it will show itself without a doubt once you do the thing that counteracts it. Right? So meaning I'm saying to you, do voice training and you go, yeah. And then you, you go there and you, and you go, fuck that. I, if I talk that loud, they're going to get me, right? Yeah, exactly. So 
or, or I'll get punished, or I'm, not, I'm no longer lovable. Well, then you go, ah, right? And then you go, yeah, 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 yeah. And you deal with that part, you know, in a more psychological way, but you continue the voice training while you address what's underneath. But you won't need know what's underneath till you do the voice training. <laughs>